0: Hey good day everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Total Wellness Radio, making us a part of your day. Today I catch up with Denitsa Petrova. Denitsa is an integrative nutrition health coach who brings a unique blend of academic vigor and holistic wellness to her practice. She speaks about primary food and secondary food, unlocking the secrets to wholesome well-being, along with three key points: self-care rebellion nourishment revolution and lifestyle liberation so thank you as always for tuning in to this episode of total wellness radio making us a part of your day as we catch up with Danitsa Petrova hey good day everybody thank you so much for tuning in to total wellness radio I am thrilled to have Denitsa Petrova. She is uh, on the line with me. It's, uh, we've got a wonderful time change that we're dealing with. We got off to a wonderful start this morning. She is in Swindon, United Kingdom. Thank you so much. Uh, you go by Denny, is that right?
1: Yes, correct. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for taking the well. time. We appreciate having you on today. And, and uh, as with all my conversations, it's so fascinating to meet other amazing, dedicated practitioners from around the world who are carrying the message of holistic health and optimum nutrition and integrating lifestyles for people and just really having an impact and changing lives. And I always love to start the conversation by asking you, uh, Danny, what was the event or the, uh, the, the thing that put you on a path in natural health for yourself personally?
1: yes hi first to say hi hi everyone hi Dan thank you so much for inviting me in your um podcast i i feel privileged (laughs) definitely and um and let's go to the answer of your question so what um set me up for for this career (laughs) um definitely parenting um before having my two beautiful children um i wasn't paying so much attention about you know especially the the calories the food what we're eating when we're eating how we're eating exercises and so on however when um, i gave birth to my second child my beautiful daughter she started having recurring infections um, tonsillitis and ear infections for 12 consecutive months and I was young mom. I mean, not young. I was 32. <laughs> okay. But I didn't know anything, anything about uh, infections and how to deal with these infections. And the only one way to, um, you know, care for her was to consult our GP. And our GP was giving us antibiotics, uh, for 12 consecutive months and nothing else. So I was desperate (laughs) Um, and at the end he uh, gave us a referral for tonsillectomy and insertion of ear grommets and I got really scared and I couldn't accept that this is the only one way that my child can get better and I started digging and researching different approaches to health. Um, Obviously, I I didn't know anything (laughs) at, at that point. But I learned about uh, viral infections, bacterial infections, deterioration, um, what the antibiotics do to our microflora and our um, little bugs, <laughs> the, the bacteria in our um, gut, and what is gut health. And I understood that her immunity system needed to be more supported. And obviously, I start looking for alternative methods like um, aromatherapy. Um, I changed nutrition, definitely, with more probiotic foods introduction and many other things, so she got better. But this is the beginning. This was the beginning uh, of uh, my dedication to health and wellness.
0: You know, it's fascinating to me that you you mentioned that because most every practitioner I've had the the privilege of, of spending time with shares a very similar story where they themselves or a loved one experienced some form of chronic recurring illness that they would go to their general practitioner, their their medical doctor. And it, for a medical doctor, it seems like if the only tool you have is antibiotics, then everything, you know, every infection needs an antibiotic, right? It's just they don't seem to step outside of that box and really explore are there yes. other things that can be done. To restore health and to allow a child to have a a 12-month you know recurring or chronic type infection like that that's got to be very you know it's very it's very uh, fearful for the parent to wonder why can't this child yes. get better and then obviously as in your case it forced you you know to look into uh to other alternatives uh that are less harmful less invasive um uh, you know to to really get some solutions so your child is doing much better now. I take it.
1: Yes, when when she started having her infections, she was one year old, and now she's five. She's still got her tonsils, and no ins- insertion of grommets or anything. She no longer have infections. I think this is the now. So I'm very happy with uh, my approach to her health, well, this- uh, and that I decided to to look for myself as well yeah this... i mean healthcare, care generally health it's a self care as well i mean we we do need to know what exactly is happening we need to know the mechanisms of the body body and mind um and yes, thanks to that by the way, I managed to help myself eventually because after this one year of uh <laughs> you know desperation uh I I was sleep deprived I was uh, in in chronic stress I had um symptoms uh, developed that I didn't know what is happening with me I was uh, very <laughs> not in a good uh, place and I managed to help myself as well thanks to the um the steps of research and learning and curiosity that I developed um with the case of my daughter
0: you have a unique background in education in, in psychology as well as as a degree in philosophy and I think and, and as our conversation develops I hope you know that you'll see and share with the listeners how that has supported you and then you found the Institute of integrative nutrition what was uh, what was that that journey like in taking those those two different career paths and kind of joining them into one so to speak
1: this I, I never I, uh, I was already interested very much in holistic health. I uh, When I discovered that we are not only our body, I mean, I knew that, uh, obviously, yeah, with, with my background of psychology and philosophy, I understood the mind um, and how, you know, that is very important um, in our structure as a human being because we are not only body, we're not only mind or soul. We are soul with body and mind and nobody's giving us the manual how to use everything together Mm -hmm. so when I I didn't know that there is a profession called health coach but as I was looking to dedicate my 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 time and to continue with my passion as a profession I was uh, I discovered IIN Institute for Integrative Nutrition and I saw the how they integrated first of all the nutrition, <laughs> which is primary and secondary food nourishment, which I'm gonna explain probably later, mm-hmm. what's mean primary and secondary, and um, or maybe it's now the, the right time for the primary especially, uh, which the primary food is anything but what is in your plate. So it is um, around your uh, spirituality, uh, fitness, career, education, everything else, okay, but your food in the plate, which is very important, uh, like relationships as well, and this affects very much our bodily function, our hormones, how we feel you know um, as a biochemical being, <laughs> which is very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, And yeah, I I saw that I can use all my knowledge as a health coach because the new things I'm learning for the body, how the body works with all our, um, you know, hormones, enzymes um, and everything, how it affects our brain function as well. The food that we eat from our plate, which is the secondary food, how this affects our mood. And yes, I've, I've, I'm fascinated, <laughs> especially the 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 connection between the mind and the body.
0: Yeah, this is you know, one for of example. The... How
1: the sunlight? Yeah, sorry.
0: Yeah, no, that's fine. Um, you know, this is it's fascinating to me because when I read your bio and it said primary food and secondary food, I said, "Oh, I bet there's a there's an interesting story here that everybody's going to benefit from in connecting with yes. the the importance of, as you mentioned, relationships in our environment and movement and all the other things that that are the primary things that we spend all of our days doing, we only spend, you know, in a day we spend what maybe an hour, hour and twenty minutes actually eating food. The rest of the time, we have all these other environmental influences and all these other interactions that take place that have a direct impact on health. So, I, you've kind of given me a little bit of a mind shift this morning, and I'm I'm, I'm grateful for that uh, to kind of look at it that way. Yes,
1: absolutely. I mean. Look, so we know that if I had, let's say um, I grabbed this morning um, three of my cases, um, just random cases. And usually when I have a patient, okay, I'm asking them the first question I'm asking them is um, what, what health means for you? Yes. And what are your health and wellness goals? And let's say the first lady, she is 42 years old. So her um view for health and well being was to lose weight, tone my body, stay positive, learn to ignore people and to Yeah, this is what she wrote to ignore people and not to let their behavior affect my mood. All right. So this is her view of healthy. Okay. The second lady is 39 years old, and she wrote um, that she wants more energy to be strong, fit and make the most out of life. Obviously, there is after that a lot of, um, you know, communication, a lot of other questions, a lot of listening. But as you can see health. I mean, we know that health has always meant different things to different people. And let's say even different traditions, Chinese medicine for example the health is based on movement of chi which is energy life Mm -hmm. force yes Mm -hmm. and harmonizing the yin and yang which is the opposite which complement they complement each other or um what um, we can let's say african african tradition for example they see health as more social Yes, then biological. So if you see their healing traditions, they involve a lot of uh, ceremonies and gathering together and, you know, dancing around um, the fire together. So their are healing, um, they, the promoting of health and healing is more social. So as I, that, that's why a lot of people with different backgrounds and culture, they understand health in a different way. So the approaches of IIN is um, very interesting, unique, by the way, (laughs) which they, um, we put um, the focus on the bio individuality. Yes. Yes. And because everyone has different needs and unique, um, support, for example, an environment, um, happiness means different to different people. Um, but but the other interesting thing is the multidimensional health as we start uh, exploring um, that we have many dimensions like uh, career, finance, which we know, for example, that really impact our health and well-being. And the approach of IIN is, as I said, um, primary food method and secondary food method. and. <clears throat> For example, the primary food method, we can, um, I don't know if you have a lot of time.
0: Oh, yeah, go (laughs) right ahead. But we can
1: explore. Yes, absolutely. We
0: have
1: this, thank you. We have this um, tool, uh, which we call Circle of Life. But for example, let let me ask you a question. When you think about um, what nourishes you, what comes to mind first?
0: Oh, family. Spending time with family, loved ones. Yes. Yeah, you know, uh, as, I, as I age and grow older, I'm a grandpa now, and I'm finding that, that you know, joy, fulfillment, oh. energy, uh, you know, it's it's vital. It's You know, when my granddaughter steps into the clinic, uh, all bets are off as far as attention, right? I mean, that's just uh, mm-hmm. one of those things that I get a lot of great joy and a lot of charge from, a lot of energy from.
1: Yeah, beautiful. Yes, and for some people, it's going to be career uh, path or um, you know deeply fulfilled from a relationship, as in your case. Um, congratulations, your grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> More responsibilities now. Yeah. Um, and if uh, right, so circle of lo- uh, circle of life is a tool, as I said, and it's very simple to understand for primary for primary food. Um, this, this circle includes twelve areas. So quickly, I'll tell you the areas, you know, joy, spirituality, creativity, finance, career, education, health, uh, physical activity, home cooking, home environment, relationships, uh, social life. And when, let's say when a patient comes to me and I was a patient myself, when I was going through IIN, I had to go through this um, system myself and this system gave me structure. Mm-hmm. To understand where do I need to balance myself and where do I need to start work, um, what area of my life I need to start working on, yes. yes. So, for example, if if we um, let's go to career, yes, many people spend more than half of their working hours at. Um, waking hours at work yes, yes. <laughs> and it's, it's very important to be fulfilled where you spend most of your time so for example in this circle if if we draw a circle and we divide it we put a dot in the middle of this circle and we uh, draw 12 pillars 12 sections and we put all this joy spirituality creativity all right we need to um, um we need to see where we are at each and every uh, pillar of, of this um, circle. Mm-hmm. So, for for example, for career, if you put uh, a dot close to the end of the circle, this means that you're very, very satisfied with your career. But if you place these dots close to the middle, this means that you need to work on that and and go through all these pillars like creativity, are you happy with your creativity? Yes. Just some people they need to read more exactly what that means for example what do you mean creativity um you know for example self-expression do you express yourself in the way you want to are you happy with um your your way how you express yourself or um what about drawing or playing piano or any other instrument do you do all of this if not (laughs) you, you place a little dot close Close to the uh, center of the circle, so this this means that you have to work more on that area for fulfillment. And you and you go through all these um, pillars, and you see at the end this picture of dots, <laughs> um, some close to the to the center, and some you know close to the um, uh, outer um, circle. And you can you can visually see actually where you need to work on and what you, need, you know. What is going to balance your feelings from the primary uh, food perspective? Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> for, well, I can see how life. this is.
1: We change all the time, anyway.
0: Well, yeah. Sorry. Absolutely, no. I, I agree. We, you know, this this reminds me of one of the things I read about your, your, the self care rebellion. You know that self care is is really not selfish, um, and that prioritizing no. yourself can can be can open you up to a much more broader range of expression and experience in life. And you have more to contribute. Um, I heard it put one time that it's enlightened self-interest is, is a nice, you know, it's not selfish if I want to take care of me and go to the gym and eat right and spend time with people I care about and, and be engaged in, in projects and, and activities that, that stimulate my intellect and, and creativity and, and uh, make a contribution uh, and have positive impact around me. These are all things that, what I'm hearing you say, really uh, integrated together uh, is the most dynamic uh, expression of good health.
1: Indeed, yes, yes, absolutely. I mean, we and then we have to discuss the secondary food as well, which is actually the food that we put on our on our plate, and uh, you know, they are all interconnected. And we, we know that. <laughs> um, so, for example, OK, we, we've got a lot of factors affecting our food choices. Mm-hmm. Yes. Some of them uh, can be, uh, let's say, a uh, specific health conditions. For example, if you're allergic to lactose, obviously you're looking for a different products than milk, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, sensitivity, allergies and so on and so on. Um, let's say different factor. For example, for me, now uh, winter is coming and the children uh, in school, they start having these viruses. So for me, this is a little lump to increase the food, like a little indicator, (laughs) increase the food with vitamin C. That is most uh, rich vitamin C. So Mm -hmm. we can be more, uh, how can I say, resilient to the viruses that are coming this winter. Yes, and there are different factors. Um, that, yeah, for for the secondary food choices. Um, generally, I'm I'm telling my uh, patients to think like um, inflammation. Is this food going to uh, give me inflammation, or is anti-inflammatory? Because we know that inflammation is uh, one of the dri- dri- drive driving factors to you know ill health
0: yeah I really and, uh,
1: sorry <laughs> no no
0: you're fine you're fine I really like your you know your comments regarding the sustainable approach to your relationship with food and and i th- I think sometimes people don't spend enough time and 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 you can certainly you know comment on this but they don't spend enough time identifying if they have a healthy relationship with food in general yes
1: that is very important um, it's Relationship, you see different um, emotions, they trigger different needs. For example, you know, we know that one of the factors for choosing our foods is psychological. Um, and food choices have both, both being physical and emotional, they have both components. Uh, so our body gives a, gives us hunger cues you know, like a cue, mm-hmm. I'm hungry, when it needs food. But when we feel, um, let's say lonely, upset, our cortisol is up, yes. <laughs> when our cortisol is up, this is from a biochemistry point of view, our insulin is up, and there you go, you you, you, you are hungry. So, but, but this, all this comes from your emotions and your thinking process at that moment. So sometimes when we are very stressed, we reach to these foods that they are, um, easiest to reach and usually they're not very much functional they're high in bad
0: carbs or mm-hmm. let's say refined sugar mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're just uh, the first
1: point for you to see. oh okay i feel much better but how long for how long you're gonna be much better did you really need that food exactly are you hungry or maybe you needed to call your friend and say oh this, you know something happened with me and my husband or or maybe a colleague ask for help. Um, we need to indicate what is driving us to to eat at that moment. So this is the relationship with food. And um, you know, most of the time when let's say we don't we, we don't remember that, but when we are um, most of us when we've been a child, let's let's say, I'll, I'll give you an example. Uh, let's say you've been, you're five years old, you are running outside in the garden and you fell down and your knee is all bleeding and it's hurting and you know it's painful and you're crying and your mom, your daddy came to you, hugged you, kissed you and he gave you a cookie. And at that moment you felt protected, you felt, you felt, you know, cared for and you felt the sweetness in your mouth. And this connection, because it's not going to be only once that mommy or daddy is going to give you something sweetish to make you feel better and to stop crying because (laughs) you feel pain. (laughs) The connection between between, you know, the sweet feeling in your mouth, with this uh, with feeling of um, loved, protect and cared for. In future, today's days, if you feel stressed, this is the first thing that you're gonna do, you're gonna, you're gonna want to feel Safe,
0: protect, love, loved, cared for, and mm-hmm. you're getting the cookie. <laughs> That's such a great. Even way to... when
1: the pain is not physical, yeah, the pain is emotional.
0: It's a great way to explain it. I can see where that would anchor that into your memory, and that would be a a developed habit from there on.
1: Correct. Yes, and you don't even know it. It's just in the background. It's a program that is just running subconsciously.
0: So when you work with clients in this, do you find what is the like the most fulfilling or exciting part for you in working with your clients? Is it they you help them connect those dots, and then that empowers them? I can see where that would be very exciting, you know. To to help you as you explore and ask the questions, and they share these things with you, and that circle of life that you uh, that you mentioned earlier, and how you can help them make uh, the connections between the the two, as you call it, primary and secondary food.
1: Yes. So, for example, as I I gave you the the first example with um, uh, the 42 years old lady, that she wanted to lose weight um, and tone up the body uh, and learn how to ignore people and stay... I mean, in this case, she... she, um, her friend's way of thinking... Was impacting her way of thinking, and she wasn't feeling um, herself. So it, it is very interesting, you know, to see because I'm I'm learning, I'm still learning. We are lifelong le- learners. We yes. learn all the time. I learn yes. from them, and they learn from me. Absolutely. And this is this is amazing um it's so fulfilling and uh, the, the, the whole journey because i can see how um they discovered themselves because we change especially moms after giving birth looking after children at some point you're a completely different person and you don't know yourself as before and you don't have time you're saying to yourself to know to, to, to start um, the deep work on you for personal growth let's say because This is what is happening. As soon as somebody starts looking after himself, he grows, he expands. And this is the natural need of the human being, like the universe is constantly expanding. The thing is, when you don't expand where you need to, let's say she needed to expand a little bit more in her self-esteem. Her self-esteem was low um, and she realized that her um, self-limiting beliefs, we need to, to 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 cover that as well to go through this cycle um but before that why she's overweight it's not because she eat it more or something different than before yes we eat all bread and stuff the carbohydrates are there <laughs> but the way how she thinks about herself her self image so when she starts describing herself you can see clearly where everything is coming from she wants to expand, she wants to get better, she wants to grow, thrive, but in the same time, this is um, showing on her physique. Yes. She grows and expands, but she doesn't want it there. <laughs> she, wanted, <laughs> she wants it in her relationships. Yes. She wants um, this expansion to be in her career as well. It's not happening there. So the side effect of um, not putting your effort um, to grow in the right place, which you don't know which one, which is the the right place. This effort goes, um, yeah, in vain, and the symptom is um, obviously overweight yes. in her case.
0: Interesting. Every,
1: every case is different, and is oh yeah, yes, it's very interesting.
0: <laughs> when you talk about the uh-huh. uh, the uh, lifestyle rebellion, uh, the lifestyle liberation, I love this uh, getting away from this the modern living sedentary lifestyles that most everybody is is succumbed to and, and and your comments that lead up to that you know if a person's not expanding where they need to uh, then they become limited by their own uh their own inability to grow or, or unwillingness or maybe they're just unawareness that they're not growing in areas that they need to i, I find that uh, that's a fascinating discussion
1: It is. um, Yes, it is indeed. And it's a different, it's a different point for different person in in, and they all, um, as me, um, we use different methods and like, for example, some methods can like journaling can work for me, but not for her. She likes, uh, memos, voice memos. Okay. She doesn't like to write and she thinks that, you know, So there is a different options, different methods to get to the set to the to the same um, fulfilling um, goal. And, and this is the fascinating thing with with the holistic, um, holistic methods, you can try, you know, different tools and methods to get to where you want to be. So about the lifestyle liberation. Um, you see, uh, I, at some point, <laughs> when I start looking after my own body, going to, um, not going, I, I don't like the f- um, gym, but I do everything at home. I am I love bicycle, I cycle in the morning. Uh, I've got rowing machine. Um, and yes, so when I start looking after my own body, I decided to try different diets. And one of the diets, style of eating, let's say style of eating. Um, it was um, low carb. And I tried keto as well. (laughs) Just from curiosity, I had some fat to lose. I was overweight at some point. With hormonal disbalance and hypothyroidism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But I'm in remission with hypothyroidism, which is very good and only by lifestyle, changing lifestyle. But about the, the liberation, you see, when I start looking for foods that they don't have sugar, especially for the keto. This was impossible. So all the foods in my grocery stores, whatever you you try, even let's say bolognese um, sauce, the bolognese sauce,
0: Uh
1: I managed to find sorry, no, go ahead. For the the low carb. Yes, I was um, looking different uh, noodles, for example, um, you know, they're not to be gluten, for example. I wanted not to be with uh, gluten and I found different from different flours. There was a rice, coconut, whatever, which is um, without the gluten. Um, and I was looking for sauce without the sugar, added sugar, or, you know, no sugar at all. And in all sauces, there is added sugar. So most, most of the things that you buy from your shop, when you see the ingredients, the first ingredient usually is sugar. And some of those ingredients, let's say, um, they uh, they put it under total carbohydrates, but they're actually sugars like uh, maltodextrin.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And we become addicted to that, and the manufacturers know it because the you know sugar is addictive. There was a study I don't know if you know this study about, um, rats. Yes. Uh, they they hooked the rats on. Um, a, Herring, for let's say ten rats, they hooked them on a the herring, um, and at some point they um, put them in a small space. From one side, they gave them herring syrup. From the other one, solution. <laughs> uh, from the other one, they they um, gave uh, sugar syrup.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Guess where they went?
0: They uh, they are much more uh, prone to going to sugar once exposed to sugar than than heroin (laughs) yeah yeah that's fascinating
1: because the sugar is more addictive than heroin and when you when you know that and you go to your grocery shop to do your weekly shopping and you you're trying to be good and not to um have the you know the the ultra processed foods and not to have this um the, the sugars that's impossible seriously yes and if person doesn't know about uh, how you say that that we are enslaved by the ingredients of the foods we are buying yes if you don't know that you keep you keep the old way but when you, you when you know that you're trying to change yes and you you see what is happening and you see that the manufacturers keep keep producing this uh, i wouldn't say food but let's say chemical things <laughs> Um, and they're feeding us with that. Yes. that's appalling. So this is why I'm rebellious, because yes. we we if if we don't invest our own money in these foods, you know, we don't buy them. If something doesn't produce revenue and in uh, you know good money for the producers, they're going to stop producing it. Yes. So we have to invest our money for, for foods that are actually whole foods, minimally processed foods, and that's not. No so
0: it's it is easy um, yeah it does it does take some effort. It takes a little bit of a mind shift, you know, getting re-educated on you know the purpose of food is for performance, not pleasure. And if we eat yes. for performance, then we automatically gain more pleasure. but making that transition right. with some people can be a real challenge, yeah
1: real talent. Yes. And don't forget that usually the, the products that are uh, with a lot of sugars, we we all love them. They're very cheap and very accessible. Yes. And the whole foods. Um, you know, yes, like for example, whoever, you know, for people who eat meat, uh, red meat quality, uh, organic grass fed. even if it's not grass finished uh, meat, they are quite expensive.
0: Yeah.
1: And you know, so where is the right for you to nourish yourself? Even if you have the knowledge, but you don't have the, um, the, the appropriate income to, to, you know, be able to buy these foods, mm-hmm. quality foods, the good mm-hmm. foods. Mm-hmm. I rebel against that, and I rebel against the manufacturers as well because they know, they do know, and they use our um, how can I say biochemistry in a yes. way to get us hooked. To, to these
0: foods, and so they can, yeah. You no, know, it's interesting that you know the 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 Lay's potato chip company even tried to tell us the truth. They were hiding and they were hiding in plain sight many many years ago with their ad campaigns, and they'd come out and just tell people, "We bet you can't eat just one." Remember that?
1: Hmm.
0: Do you remember yes, those old absolutely, ads? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you know, and they they, they like you can't they were. Even, they were daring us to eat yes. just one potato chip uh, because they knew if you'd eat one, you would eat the rest of the bag.
1: Yes. And, you know, the crunchiness, the crunchiness is what is stimulating production of serotonin. And yes, yes you feel happy, of course. But you can crunch on a cucumber. <laughs> and you
0: That's can right. crunch on a
1: celery or something else crunchy. <laughs> apple. Mm, beautiful, juicy apple.
0: Yes. So at this point, for yeah. our listeners, what I'd like to do is make certain that people know how they can get in touch with you. Do you have like a do you have a website or a, a blog or something of that nature that you provide to people that they can access uh, online?
1: Yes. So I I am still in the process of building my online, you know, presence. But yeah. I do have a website, and it's um, DPHC. Uh, @.co.uk
0: so d it stands for denitsa petrova health coaching.co.uk
1: so here you can you can find me um UK international health coaching association i am a member there as well so if you go to the website of UK international health coaching association and you type my name uh, you will see, see me there as well okay <laughs> um yeah
0: what do you find to be one of the most challenging things, and, and we'll definitely include that in the show notes uh, for the listeners, so they'll, they'll be able to click on that real easily and, and find you. So but what do you find to be the most challenging thing when working with, with clients? What are some of the, 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 the big challenges in, in helping people you know become aware of these, these resources that you provide?
1: Uh, there are few. It's not only one. You, 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 you never. It's never one.
0: Okay.
1: One is, uh, let's say, that the first one is um, if they have uh, beliefs or um, depending on their culture. So, for example, uh, different cultures they eat different way and different foods. And mm. for example, it's very difficult to explain to someone that the food that they're sensitive. Uh, two is not food for them because it creates inflammation, and instead eating certain food that um by their culture is considered healthy, they have to you know swap with different healthy foods but it's 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 difficult to explain for example you know um, for for people who are vegetarian but they have certain Let's say leak gut, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and they keep eating this—the lentils and the beans with the lectins and
0: everything—and
1: they 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 don't want to accept that information because of the um, subconscious belief that this is the food that uh, provides the help.
0: Yep, and I've also one of the. I've I've noticed also that with with vegetarians, uh, at times you know they're. They're doing this for a philosophical uh, or a moral yes. right uh, uh, purpose, and and we don't, you know, I don't typically get into you know big discussions from that perspective. But if they think they're doing it uh, because it's just the very best way to eat and it's the best way for optimum health, well, then we definitely need to have a a longer conversation about that point because, as you just pointed out, there are some people that definitely. Are more sensitive to certain uh, uh, vegetables and uh, legumes, as you mentioned, uh, that uh, that that actually feed the problem that they're dealing with, rather than feed their their better health. Right. Yes,
1: I agree with you. And the other difficult thing that I I I mean, I have is when I'm asking them for the reason. Okay, you want to lose weight, you want to tone up your body. Um, but you know, give me a reason why, what is, what is your big, why, Mm. why would you like to do that? Because I want to be healthy, but okay. You want to be healthy, but why would you like to be, you know, why you want to invest your time and effort and, you know, to be healthy? What is the reason behind that? (laughs) And, you know, it it is very important to have a reason. We all want to feel uh, optimally healthy, with good energy, to be beautiful, to have amazing skin and hair. But why? Maybe because you want to spend more time with your um, children, playing with them, not saying, oh, not again, yes. <laughs> not again, I feel are exhausted. Maybe because you want to have more um, mental energy to do more work in your beautiful you know, job that you love mm-hmm. and um, to do more work for less time. You know? What is your reason? Is it to make more money? Is it uh, to find the love of your life? That's why you want to be more beautiful with six packs. I mean, why? Yeah. <laughs> and this why is is the driver
0: for persistency. And if we don't
1: have a uh, consistency and persistency of effort, after three months, obviously the people go back to their old ways of doing stuff. Yep. And that's it. Yep,
0: that makes total sense. Yeah, makes total sense.
1: Yeah, so persist the the, the reason, yeah, if you want to go to a um, um, transformational journey for yourself, for your health, for your mental health, for spiritual health, emotional, physical, yes, uh, you need to know the why, what is driving you, and then you need to be persistent, and the changes to be um, lifelong changes, so you love them, you love your changes. And yes. when you keep repeating I love the changes I love the way how I um, I'm doing exercises and I'm running outside when it's raining I love doing that you tell your brain that you really really you are dedicated and you really want to change otherwise let's say if you get up in the morning and you say oh no it's raining and it's cold and oh, I don't want to go to run now I, I don't like running but I have to This can last uh, probably, I don't know, a month. (laughs) Only by will. Doing the things by will, they never last long. You need to trick your mind that you love it. And then the mind is gonna say, okay, you love it. I'll make you do more. Yes. More of
0: it. The why is so important. If you don't. The why is
1: important. Yeah, the why
0: is so important. And
1: make (laughs) yourself like it.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I don't know if you know Marisa Peer, Marisa Peer she's a rapid transformational therapist she's really um, good at what she's doing Um, yeah and she's explaining uh, exactly how our mind sabotages us Um, especially when we try to change something Marisa Peer
0: yes Uh uh-huh yes Yes.
1: Yes. So she's exactly saying, um, uh, you know, if, if you want to change, the mind doesn't like changes. And the first thing that your mind is going to do is to tell you, no, oh, no, 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 no. You don't like to run. You know, usually you don't like exercises. So, I mean, what are you doing? The first day, the second day, the first week. And the mind keeps saying, but you don't like that. And at some point you're going to say, oh, yes, I don't like that. Because you keep repeating it you know, mm-hmm. to yourself. Mm-hmm. So the internal conversation is very important to keep a mind on that. So it's, uh, yes. Changing,
0: changing those internal, internal habits. Start listening to the internal yes. advocate instead of the critic.
1: Indeed, self-criticism. Yeah, I know. We can talk all day long.
0: <laughs> we, have
1: <struggles. laughs> um, we have a lot to say to yeah. people from
0: yeah well there, it's so valuable and there's nobody listening to this that couldn't benefit fully you know from from experiencing this from going on this journey from exploring this you know the the, the primary food the secondary food uh concept that you have presented and and uh you know it, it's so valuable and it's so needed today more than ever uh with what we faced with uh the pandemic and and uh health you know I call it disease management uh, system, not being very friendly to people, it seems anymore. I mean, it's just um, now more than ever, the self-empowerment and taking responsibility for certain things that we can and being given the right tools, like what you're talking about, uh, to position people to thrive is, is critically important now more than ever.
1: Yes, I agree. We do need conventional medicine. I'm not against conventional medicine. I mean, if you have broken arm, you go to the hospital. And yes, you have to be treated. Um, I mean, what we we work together, the conventional medicine, the complementary and alternative medicine, functional medicine, we have to work together and we work with different tools. So what people have to know is that there is a different way to approach their health,
0: yes.
1: maybe preventative measures, um, or maybe healing measures, mm-hmm. um, and they can be all combined for optimal results. So just be what I want to say to to your listeners, to be open-minded, to be um, the explore, explorer, the, to explore, yes. and to be the math scientist. I mean, you're the math scientist for yourself. You have to, you know, without trying, you don't know. That's true. Without exploring and learning and being curious, you just don't
0: know, do you? You know, as we get ready to wrap this up, uh, uh, Denise, I thank you so much again for being my guest on Total Wellness Radio. We've covered a lot of ground. We've opened up, I think, uh, you know, obviously topics for future discussions. So I hope that you will uh, be a guest in the future on another episode.
1: That will be amazing, yes. (laughs) I agree, even now, yes. (laughs)
0: Wonderful. Yes. As we get ready to, to, to sign off here, is there one last uh, like word of encouragement or one of your favorite uh, things that you share with your clients that you like to, to leave our listeners with today?
1: Yes, why not? Um, for different people, I usually say different things, but now what came to my mind uh, is something... Right. When you're driving in your car to pick up your kids, or when you're going to work early in the morning and you're in traffic, okay, or somebody driving insanely slow before you, instead start instead focusing on on the problem like the traffic, the slow driver, or you're going late to work and getting your yourself, you know, upset and angry and saying, "Oh no, there you go, my day starts bad again." No just uh, just flip that thought and, and say to yourself, okay, I'm running late, there's a traffic, so this is time for myself and play your perfect, your, your, your favorite music and start singing. Just the opposite that you do usually mm-hmm. and this will open a big door for uh, changes for you. Yeah. You're going to cool. feel better. Yes, you're going to be late, but accept it. Um, and... and Yes, just try to do um, the opposite of the the bad feelings that usually you have in traffic or when you when you are running late. Play your favorite music and this is time for you.
0: Yep, change can change can take place just that simply, can't it?
1: Yes, if yeah. we are aware.
0: <laughs> yeah, be aware. Well again, thank you so much dear. I really appreciate your time. Um, and uh, look forward to doing this again in the future.
1: Thank you so much for inviting me. Thank you so much.
0: <laughs> for Denitza Petrova, and uh, she's in Swindon, United Kingdom. Uh, we're signing off here. This is Dan Young for the Total Wellness Radio Network. Thank you so much for tuning in and making us a part of your day. That's going to do it for this episode of Total Wellness Radio. Thank you so much for making us a part of your day. Remember, if you are a practitioner in the healing arts and would like to have your own interview on Total Wellness Radio, please reach out to me, 307-631-5300. That's 307-631-5300. Send me a text message, your name, and your modality, and let's get you scheduled to be on an upcoming episode of Total Wellness Radio.